man, chip watch, it's real talk. Man, it's real talk with your main chip Washington. When it comes to information, the man got an arsenal. Bring you up to speed with what you need. He's a local and nationwide news feed. Let's talk about it. Dialect to do something about it. Chip got the flow wide open if you got questions about it. Man, it's the show that brings you to your raw. To solve all problems, it starts with real talk. It's real talk. And here we go, here we go on this Monday. It is November 1st. That's right, November 1st, which means there's only a few more weeks left in this year. You are listening to Real Talk Memphis. This is your host, the humble one, Chip Washington. Very happy to have you with us for the ride on this Monday evening. A beautiful day it was after a rather uh, cloudy and gloomy and cool weekend. By the way, uh, next Sunday, or this coming Sunday, or however it is you, you like to say it, uh, is Daylight Savings Time. So actually, next Saturday night, after 2 a.m., you fall back an hour. So about this time, well, it'll be sh- good and dark this time uh, next week. It'll actually start getting dark about 5 o'clock for those of you who uh, either like or don't like such things. I hope you had a happy Halloween. Yesterday was Halloween, of course, and a lot of ghouls and goblins, both uh, young and old alike, we're out and about, and uh, if you if you if you got some candy, I hope you got some good candy. And you know, if you didn't, then yeah, well, you know, these things happen. Uh, we're gonna have a pretty good show for you tonight, as I always say every week, because I I generally think we have a pretty good show for you at, at you know at week to week. Uh, we're gonna talk about a variety of uh, issues uh, tonight and uh, things. First, we're gonna talk to a young man. Uh, who uh, is, uh, I think inspiration should be his middle name, to be honest with you. He has written a book called No Love, No Charity. So he's an author. He's an inspirational speaker. He is the 19th of 21 children, and he is the first to graduate college uh, in his family. His name is Paul Lamar Hunter, and he will join me in just a few minutes uh, to talk about that and how uh, it is his goal and mission now to really um, say no matter your situation, circumstances, be it poverty, be it whatever it is, that you can get past that and you can fulfill your dreams, hopes, and desires. So I look forward to talking to him. Uh, A little bit later on, we're going to shift our focus to our basketball team. Well, we actually have two, but I'm talking about the professional boys tonight. Uh, The Grizzlies, of course, the NBA season, just to started to kick off last week and there are a few games in now and uh, I'm going to have Michael Wallace uh, with me. He is the senior contributor and uh, host on Grind City Media. I'm sure many of you have probably checked him out. Uh, does some really, really good work. So he's going to kind of give us his take on uh, this 21-22 edition of the Grizzlies and 
how he thinks they have started and how things are going to look as the season moves forward. And, uh, yeah, there's only two letters that we need to really talk about. That's Ja, J-A, as in Morant, because he is lights out. And this season is just getting started. So I can't wait to talk to him about what he sees as uh, the season starts to unfold. And uh, a little bit later on in the show, second half hour, how many of you, by show of hands, uh, is a vegan? Vegans out there? Any vegans out there? Anybody out there who just does the vegan? So I'm to understand there's vegan, there's a vegetarian, and then there's like, you know, me, I'm a carnivore. And I admit it, I have no problem admitting it. I like chicken, I like steak, I like beef, I like pork. You know, and, but, you know, you cut back, you moderate every now and again, so don't get on me behind that. But in any event, we're going to have uh, someone on our show that is going to introduce us, you rather, to the vegan way of life. His name is Chef Dowdy McLean. He is also known as the Vegan Guru, and he is opening up Guru City Vegan here in Memphis. It is the first full-service vegan soul food restaurant. So I can't wait to talk to this cat about uh, what he has in store for you uh, coming up sometime this month, I believe, uh, the restaurant is going to open. But before I forget, uh, many of you always tend to ask, how is it, Chip, I can get this fine piece of radio broadcasting? Well, I'm very happy you asked because I'll get you through it. You can do it various ways. First, you can hit us up uh, on 91.7 WYXR live right now on your radio dial. You can also go to the station website, which is WYXR.org, uh, and hit the Listen Live button, and you can catch us. We are also on the TuneIn app. Put in WYXR in the search, and you can hear us crystal clearly. And yes, indeed, we are a podcast, so you can catch us once they post the show on Tuesdays, wherever you get your podcast. Business out of the way, let's take care of the fun stuff. This is the time of the show where we celebrate you for your birthdays, anniversaries, or just something special. But we can't do that until I say, Jack, hit it. Yes, indeed, it is your birthday. Happy, happy, ho, ho, happy, happy. Now, let me back up a little bit. Uh, There's a couple of folks yesterday that I know celebrated birthdays, and I wanted to shout them out. Lynn Sittler, she is uh, over the uh, Memphis uh, Film Commission. She had a birthday yesterday, October 31st, Halloween. Happy birthday, Lynn. Also, my friend, Ed Echols, longtime weathercaster uh, in uh, this city and, 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 and beyond that. Ed celebrated a birthday yesterday as well. Happy birthday to you, my friend. As, as for today, let's get it cranking, shall we? Happy birthday, Tracy Shaw. Baby Doc, he is a radio personality, too, up there in uh, West T- Tennessee in Bolivar, Hardeman County. Uh, good guy. Happy birthday to UT. Happy birthday goes out to Tina Coleman, to Cynthia Moiser, to Damon Griffin. Happy birthday to you. My friend, Miss LaShawn Morgan. Happy birthday, darling. Today is her birthday and hope she's celebrating big. Also, happy birthdays go out to Monica King, to Brenda Houston, to Barbara Denise Webb. Happy birthday, Mr. Bill Thompson, Miss Latanya Dotson, Miss Nene Smith, and Miss 
Bernadette Avery Williams. Happy birthday, each and every one. I hope you had a great celebration, whether it was yesterday or today, or you carry it on through the remainder of the week, just as long as you come back next year. Happy birthday to each and every one. Thanks, Jack. All right. So, um, yeah, a lot of birthdays as we uh, enter into November. And as I said earlier, we're literally eight weeks away from, like, ending this year and moving into 2022. God, time has gone just so fast. Anyway, it's time for some news and notes before we get into the big broadcast. Um, well, you know, we've seen the more and more uh, teens committing crimes and very serious crimes out here, like murder, uh, for example. They did make an arrest uh, in the shooting death of uh, the 16-year-old uh, who was shot while in a funeral procession uh, a week or so ago. They arrested a 22-year-old uh, male for, for that particular crime and uh, several other uh, crimes, uh, charges rather attached to that. That's a very, very sad uh, situation. Uh, I don't know, man, how many of you heard about the really bad two-car accident that happened during the overnight hours last night on Walnut Grove near Farm Road that killed four people? Uh, one car crossed into the lane in the opposite direction, uh, hitting them head on. All the people in each of the cars were killed. So that is a very, very sad situation and a very sad set of circumstances. We pray for each and every one of those individuals and their families, you know, as well. That's a that's a that's 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 tough. Uh, you know, I talked about the fact that it was Halloween weekend and a lot of folks use such things to, you know, try to show out and do things that may not be quite in the spirit uh, nationwide. There were 12 people killed and 52 injured in Halloween house party incidents across the country this weekend. So, you know, on and on it goes. Uh, you know, we, we, we tend to talk about, you know, murder in a pretty simple way these days, which is um, kind of a sad set of circumstances considering where we are, where we've been, and where we seem to be going these, uh, these days. So let's talk a little bit about COVID, your favorite subject. Yeah, I know, I know. So Tennessee legislature, they met in special session last week for three days, and the session was aimed at changing the way uh, this whole COVID-19 response thing is done. So they managed to uh, change uh, some of the uh, laws they, to get rid of uh, any kind of mask mandate, whether it's optional or otherwise, just get rid of it, period. Also, along with that, um, vaccine mandates at a lot of businesses. And by the way, uh, hospitals here, uh, I think today, I think th th this is it. I think you, you have to either get a shot or have had a shot, prove you've gotten a vaccine or move on. Uh, so but they, they're trying to squash that in Tennessee all the way around. So that's something else. And they also um, uh, tried to uh, when they when I said the uh, mandatory vaccines, uh, that includes uh, uh, local governments and public schools. They don't want they don't want anything having to do with that at all for the, for the kids. I don't understand that. But uh, as, as far as businesses are concerned as well, you know, so we'll see how this shakes out. Um, also, um, the ability of local health departments like the Shelby County Health Department to have a say over quarantine situations. Now it waits for the governor to sign it into law. So they passed a lot of bills about all of this. So we shall see what the governor does the next couple of days. Uh, as we said, COVID numbers are coming down. They're coming down everywhere, everywhere. I mean, all across the country, we're talking about deaths, hospitalizations, new cases, pediatric cases. Speaking of pediatrics, um, the FDA 
is and the CDC is prepared to sign off on uh, vaccines ages five through 11 this week. Sometime maybe by the end of the week, we could see shots in in, uh, these young folks' arms maybe by as early as next week, ages five through 11. And I asked you before, and I'll ask you again, uh, if that happens, not if, but when it happens, will you allow your child, if you have a child that falls in that age range, age range, will you allow them to have a shot, to get a shot? Um, you know, that, that, that's a big question. Um, and, and a lot of folks are still, now the dosage is going to be half, and there'll be a lot of things that you'll hear about that news-wise before it's all said uh, and uh, done. Uh, let's see here. What else we got going on? Oh, by the way, um, you know, we were talking about uh, sports a few minutes ago. Um, I wanted to say kudos as before we go on our first break to Lemoyne Owen College, LOC in the house. They made two big hires uh, this uh, past week. Uh, the first one was former NBA star and former Grizzly Bonzi Wells was named the new basketball coach at Lemoyne Owen College. And guess who his assistant is? Go on. Guess, 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 guess. All right, I'll tell you. Lionel Hollins, former Grizzlies head coach Lionel Hollins, is named, uh, was named rather the assistant basketball coach at Lemoyne Owen College. Congratulations to you both. And uh, the latest hire is someone that many people who are from Memphis are familiar with, Rochelle Stevens, or should I say Dr. Rochelle Stevens, former Olympic gold and silver medalist in track, was named the school's new track and field coach. Go get them. Michelle, I know her, and uh, Bonzi as well. Maybe we'll try to get them on the show before uh, things move along too, too, too far down the road. So in any event, that is the news and notes. Before I go to break, I see folks are watching. Felicia Bean, Barnes, thank you. I see you out there. Brian Goff, I see you watching as well. Lily Faulkner Gilkey is watching. I uh, saw, so I don't know what happened to the rest of the folks. I, I know there was some other, I thought Harriet was watching. I know that. Uh, 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 good to see you as well. And uh, hold on, let me see here. Let me try to before. Yeah, there's Harriet. Harriet is watching, and let's see. Sarah Gum is watching as well. So good to see y'all out there. Marcella Hunt, she's watching as well. So and I, I thought I saw W and Bridges is watching. Thank you all. I appreciate that. Tell a friend. Telephone. Tell somebody. In the meantime, we're gonna take our first break. When we come back, let's kick things off, shall we? This is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip. You know who you are. We'll take our first break and we will be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest? or have a guest idea. Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Bill's Kiln, now on Mondays at midnight. WYXR 91.7 FM, Memphis. I'm listening. Hey, everyone. 
everyone. This is Janet, host of Jaunt with Janet, Wednesdays from 4 to 6 p.m., bringing you new releases in the rock, pop, and electronic genres with a little bit of the old fused in, all here on WYXR Memphis, 91.7 FM. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is the president of Driven Type T, and you're now tuned in to Memphis' own WYXR 91.7 FM. The station with the city soul, man. Come on, you know what it is. <laughs> Remember, never stop. Stay driven. Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this first Monday in November. Chip Washington with you. Very happy to have you along for the ride. And very happy to have my first guest with us. Uh, he reached out to Real Talk uh, uh, a few weeks ago, and I read his story. Uh, he is the 19th of 21 children, and uh, he is the first of his of his brothers and sisters to graduate from college. And basically, uh, he is he's also an inspirational speaker and writer, uh, and we'll talk about his book, No Love, Mo, no, no Charity, in just a few minutes because uh, his message is pretty simple. It doesn't matter what station in life you come from. It doesn't matter if you're poor. It doesn't matter if you don't have this or that or the other. If you have a dream and you have a goal um, and you aspire to do something, you can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, I welcome Paul Lamar Hunter to the show. Paul, thanks so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate you. Hey, um, Chip, I'm, I'm just excited to be on your platform tonight to share a positive story, to give people hope and to inspire and to inform and also also um, entertain. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> that. Well, listen, man, um, you know, your story is, is, is really um, fascinating. And of course, uh, as I said at the outset, it really is inspirational. Uh, now, uh, kind of tell our, our, our listeners kind of, you know, where you're from, where you were born. And of course, we've already talked about you being the 19th of 21 children, and we can go from there. Well, Chip, I was born on October 16th, 1970, Racine, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother, Louise Hunter, my father, James, Um, They got together as teenagers and they decided to have a big family. My mother actually birthed 21 children by my dad, 17 of us living today, 63 grandchildren and 87 great grandchildren. Oh my. So you remember the song, Chip, Let's Get It On? Yeah. So, hey, (laughs) (laughs) my mom and my dad, they got it on all the time. Yeah, yeah. They they kept kept racing. Didn't they back in the, back yeah. in the, back in the building? <laughs> hey, they kept they kept it popping. They kept it moving. Absolutely. And, and the extraordinary thing about this story, Chip, that my mother stayed pregnant for 15 years and nine months. Oh, you wow. know, oh, wow. to me, to me, she's a champion. Yeah, because she won more championships than Michael 
Jordan. She won more <laughs> championships than Shaquille O'Neal. So she's she's a champion for birthing, you know, 21, 21 children. Wow, that's that's absolutely amazing in, in and of itself. Now, uh, you know, you, you said that, you know, you grew up in very humble beginnings. And, and I guess, uh, you know, as a point of reference, uh, talking about the fact that uh, you were the first in your family to, to, to get a college degree, at what age did you realize that, you know, you wanted more for yourself or whatever your goals were, um, and, and, and that included college? Well, I, I realized that when I was working for Chrysler Engine Plant in 2010, and they had decided to close the plant and move to Mexico. Okay. So I had the opportunity to really ponder and think and contemplate about my family lineage. Mm -hmm. So as I began to do research uh, about my mother's lineage and my father's um, lineage, and I discovered, Chip, that no one uh, on my mom's side or my father's side um, never graduated from college. So I took it upon myself and I said, well, I can be the one to lay the foundation for the Hunter family. And I was able to do that, Chip. And so in 2012, I graduated from Upper Iowa University with a bachelor's of science and business administration. And Chip, it's so extraordinary because I give a lot of credit to my mom, my dad, and also uh, my siblings, because when you come from a big family, um, some of my siblings had to forego their education because they had to watch the young ones. And yeah. so I give a lot of credit to my mom, my father, and also my siblings. We are speaking with Paul Lamar Hunter, uh, extraordinary story about a man who basically uh, came from humble beginnings, never gave up his dream. Uh, and he is the 19th of 21 children. He's written a book called No Love, No Charity. And Paul, tell us a little bit about the book and why you decided uh, to write it. Well, the reason why I wrote the book is because it was a young man named Dennis Woods that um, stayed at my mom's homeless shelter. And he was able to write my mother's book, Love and Charity, the life story of Louise Hunter in the Love and Charity homeless shelter. And what he touched on is how my mother came from Vicksburg, Mississippi hey, to yeah. Wisconsin mm -hmm. to open up the first homeless shelter in the city of Racine, Wisconsin. So it, my mother book was written in Dr. Dennis James Woods' perspective. My book was written in my perspective because I got into detail information about the uh, Hunter family children. I talk about my siblings' personalities, um, introvert, extrovert, and ambiverts. I talk about being a father of four children, and I talk about being the first out of 21 um, children to graduate from college. I talk about the good and the bad. So, so your listeners need to go out and purchase my mother's book, Love and Charity, uh, the life story of Louise Hunter, and also my book, No Love, No Charity, The Success of the 19th Child. By the way, both books have been adapted into a screenplay. So one day, Chip, you're going to take your wife or your girlfriend to the movie just to see <laughs> Paul Lamar Hunter and Louise Hunter's life story. Well, you know, uh, that sounds very exciting and something uh, worth looking uh, forward to. But but, you know, you you might you might consider, you know, as you are putting the screenplay together, you know, a segment with a dynamic, very good looking, very smart, quick 
radio personality. You, you, you could drop a radio interview right in the middle of that movie. You just never know. Just, just a thought. Just an idea. Okay. Okay. I will keep you in mind, Chip. Oh, man. Stop. So, 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 listen, you know, you and I talked offline over the weekend. And um, one of the things that I, that what I really wanted you, why I really wanted you on the show, and, and what we talked about a little bit was really, um, the message that that you want to give you know all everything else aside you know god's grace and 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 goodness and mercy has fallen on you and and your family but you know memphis is a high poverty city there are a lot of you know issues that we have here you know we live here we deal with and you know our friends our family our colleagues and a lot of folks you know who are going through but you and i talked about the inspirational aspect of of life and 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 how you've been motivated and how you are being led to motivate others please share something in reference to that if you don't mind well chip uh, uh the most important thing that i can say to young men and young women out there that is listening to this interview is that my story never ended in defeat but it ended in victory mm-hmm. there may have been some setbacks in my life chip times where it was impossible i thought it was impossible but you know i had good men and i had god on my side that look that really looked out for me and today you know i know what people are feeling in memphis tennessee they are looking at their circumstances they are magnifying their circumstances Mm -hmm. but i want to let the residents of memphis tennessee know that their purpose is bigger than their circumstances. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with positive men and women, and you will see change. Mm-hmm. You will see the vision. You will see your purpose, and you will just run and chase after your dreams and after your purpose. You know, um, that, that, and those are and those are some very strong and inspirational words. You, you mentioned earlier that you're the father of four. Um, so what do you tell your children on a daily basis? You know, as they ask you questions about life and, you know, your family, their family heritage and, and, and what's that message that you give them? I give them the same message. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I had, a I have four children today and it's extraordinary that I have a great relationship with my children. I had the opportunity to teach them how to write. I had an opportunity to teach them math. I had an opportunity to teach them how to speak, how to conduct themselves as young men and and young women. And my kids know what it takes to be successful Mm -hmm. because I share my story with them Mm -hmm. and they are constantly motivated. They are constantly on the move because they want better, better things for their children. And also they want to see the next generation go to the next level spiritually, academically, emotionally, and socially. Man, that, that is a powerful, powerful uh, testimony, and it's a power lesson, powerful lesson uh, to be learned. Uh, you know, and, 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 and honestly, before I let you go, I, I, I'm really, I really admire the fact that uh, so many of us uh, who have overcome situations and circumstances uh, don't share our stories. Don't, 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 you know, put it out there. They want to hold on to it. But you're showing, even as a young man, um, how important it is to share these stories because you never know who is going to touch. Am I correct in that? You are absolutely 100 percent correct. Mm-hmm. So my story, it has touched millions of people's lives. Um, Chuck, I get all sorts of emails still to this day that people are just um, taken aback by my story, how my mom birthed 21 children, how 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 a man gave my mom a house just for one dollar. 
And, and so when you when you read my book, you're going to hear that you're going to see that it was bad times, but the good times always outweigh uh, the the good times. The, yes, the bad times. You know, the, good, the, bad the good times, times always yes. outweigh the good. No, absolutely that. And I knew what you meant. But listen, um, Paul Lamar Hunter, thank you for your story. Thank you for your life, and thank you for the inspiration that you are going to provide for so many should this story you know, be, be, be put out on an even bigger platform. God bless you and your family and, and, uh, and everything that you do from now on. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate you. Hey, thank you for having me on. All right, appreciate it, man. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, Paul Michael, uh, Paul Lamar Hunter, uh, and that that is again, you know, one of those stories you don't hear about that every day. You know, I put big families, huge families, but 19 of 21 children, first to graduate college. Now he's a motivational speaker. He's a writer, and you know, hey, soon to be playwright. I'm not playwright, but screenwright, and maybe have his movie out there uh, and be able to share with each and every one of us. Thank you very much, Paul. When we come back after this break, we are going to shift gears and talk about the NBA with a man who can talk about the NBA. His name is Michael Wallace. I am Chip Washington. You know who you are. This is Real Talk Memphis. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. There's really nothing better than a box of records. Hi there, this is Zach Ives. My show, A Box of Records, plays every Tuesday night, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., right here on WYXR 91.7 FM, Memphis, Tennessee. Every Saturday I go to Fifth City, but every Sunday morning I hang out with Brandy Rinks for her putting on airs, country, Honky Tonk, folk. She's the best, y'all. Tune in every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. The Dillard family of companies, including Dillard Door and Security, Tri-State Glass, and Trace Electric, are proud sponsors of WYXR. For the past 75 years, the Dillard companies have provided products that secure Memphis. From installing the iconic gates at Graceland to the Memphis Tigers Liberty Bowl locker room, Dillard protects what matters to Memphians like you. For more information, visit DillardDoor.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington.
And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday, the first Monday in November. Chip Washington with you, your humble host. Very happy to have you along for the ride. And uh, we're going to shift gears now and talk about that NBA team we are so proud of here, the grit and grind of the Memphis Grizzlies. And joining me now is Michael Wallace, and he is the senior contributor and host Grind City Media, which is all things Grizzlies all the time. Mike, thanks for coming on the show. I know you have a game. We're not going to hold you long, but I appreciate you being here. Thank you, brother. God bless you. Thank you for having me, man. And uh, this was a long time coming, so I'm looking forward to chopping it up with you. Absolutely. Absolutely that. Now, you know, for those of you who, who, who don't know, Mike Mike has been around a while. He has uh, been on the NBA beat for, for, for a decade plus. He worked for ESPN, as a matter of fact, as a reporter. Uh, he worked uh, in Miami, and I'm still bothered by the fact that he worked in Miami for so long, uh, <laughs> covering the heat for, 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 for ESPN. And um, the, the man Man has a tremendous knowledge of all things NBA. And, you know, Mike, the reason I wanted to have you on the show is because, you know, we're very proud of our home team here. And it looks like the season is getting started off uh, in, in fine fashion, a little up and down. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk about that man with the two name with the two letters in his name in just a minute. But before we do talk about uh, this edition of the 21-22 Memphis Grizzlies from your perspective. Well, when you look at this team, you know, they're, they're still the third youngest team in the NBA. Last year, they had the youngest playing rotation in the NBA and broke through, had the first winning record in yeah. four years, yeah. got to the playoffs for the first time in four years. And that was basically in year two, coming in in the midst of a pandemic uh, under Taylor Jenkins, the new coaching staff, new front office, uh, retooled roster. Uh, so for these guys to be fast tracking the way that they are, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see this developing young team, uh, you know, play in the NBA and, and learn night in and night out. You know, there's going to be some growing pains mm -hmm. and there are going to be some growth spurts. So between those two dynamics, um, you have a dynamic player in John Morant, uh, a, a wonderful young prospect in Jaron Jackson Jr. These guys are only 22 years old. Mm -hmm. And then you talk about a team now this year, they have no players over the age of 28. Wow. So when you look at it, man, this thing is just starting right now and, and there's a lot to be excited about. And absolutely that. Having said that, and I know Jaron just signed a pretty big uh, contract extension, four years, over $100 million, right? Yeah, 105. 105. You can't leave out that $5 million, man. That $5 million, will help. it'll go a long way between you and me, right? I'm sure it will, <laughs> especially me, no doubt about that. So, yeah, I mean, so you, as, you, as you laid out very uh, eloquently, the nucleus is there. Josh seems to be getting better. Every, I think this is his third season. Am I correct in that? Correct. Correct. Year three for Josh. He is on fire. I mean, to the point to where some of your former colleagues at ESPN and nationally are talking about this guy as an all-star. I mean, he has he really elevated? Does it seem to me, does it seem to you that he has elevated his game even bigger than it was last year? It, it, it does. It does. And what you see in John Moran is a guy that goes – off-season, in-season, he never stops working. Mm -hmm. And what you're seeing right now is a guy that put in all the work during the off-season after getting that first taste of the playoffs. And he knew, you know, again, during the play-in last year when, when this team beat San Antonio here in Memphis for the play-in first round, then went to Golden State and knocked off Steph Curry and the Warriors. Right. What you saw is John Moran said, you know what, I'm, I'm a top-five point guard in this league. Mm -hmm. And you can't just say it. You got to go out there and back it up. And I think this year he came in determined to prove that, look, this is who I am. I look at him right now and I see a guy that there's no defense that can stop him, especially if he's making his mid-range jump shot and his three-point shot. Yeah. You don't want to back off of him if he's confident in shooting it, 
and you definitely don't want to press up on him because he can go around you in the blink of an eye. So there's really no defense against a guy that, that's that athletic, that's that smart, that's that talented, and frankly, that's that tenacious in terms of his work ethic. He is definitely a, a leader. And if you're just joining us, we are speaking with Michael Wallace. He is the con senior contributor, and he's also a host for Grind City Media. That is a tremendous site, by the way. All things Grizzlies and all the folks that work at it are very, very good at what they do, including my guest. Now, Mike, I want to I want to delve. I want to I want to go another layer um, with Ja. Um he seems to be the unquestioned leader, as young as he is, of this young team. Uh, do you see those leadership qualities in him? He seems to exhibit them every week. He's, 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 a, he's a rah rah support for his, his teammates. But this guy really, I mean, he really does have something, doesn't he? He, he does. And the unique thing about Ja is this man, he came from humble beginnings. He's from small town South Carolina. Right. Uh, he was unheralded as a recruit uh, in high school. He went to Murray State, uh, which which wasn't a big school. I mean, they did have a tradition there um, of success, but I mean, this was a guy that felt like all of his life he was overlooked. Mm -hmm. So he know what he knows what it's like to come from a hard scrabble situation and have to work his way into uh, prosperity and popularity. Frankly, and um, he wanted to make sure that, that that no matter where you came from, you knew where you stood with John Moran and with the way he approaches his teammates, the way he approaches his coaches, the way he approaches random fans and kids around the arena. It's like, listen, I may be Ja Morant, Memphis Grizzlies superstar, but I'm not too far removed from Ja Morant, small town South Carolina kid who was once sitting in your situation. So, you know, I hadn't forgotten about that. And yeah. that's one of the most endearing qualities about that young man as a leader is that everyone can relate to Ja Morant. And he doesn't hesitate to share that wealth of knowledge and, and, and basically share his resources as well. Staying humble, that's what it's, that's what it's all about. Now, you know, uh, when he was drafted, uh, and it's it's interesting to hear the conversation now. You know, it was it was uh, I think Zion was first, and, yeah. and and then it was him. Now you hear folks saying, and I'm sure you've heard um, some of your fellow uh, broadcasters around the country uh, say this as well. Maybe it was a mistake not to take Zion uh, to, to take Zion first, and not to take Ja first. Uh, I know that conversation seems to be bubbling up around the country. What say you about that? Hey, listen, um, the Grizzlies had to jump up. They got lucky. I was in the sequestered lottery room that night mm -hmm. uh, with our front office uh, in, in uh, Chicago when the lottery happened. Mm -hmm. and the ping pong balls dropped in, yeah. and, and the Grizzlies jumped up from what should have been ninth or 10th or 8th or somewhere around there and got mm -hmm. up to 2. Mm -hmm. And uh, you knew right there that's a perfect spot. Because yeah. even with going back to that night three years ago, you already had Jaron as, as coming off his rookie year. Right. So to put Jaron and Zion together might have been a little bit of a – a difficult situation, especially with Mark Gasol still being there at the time. Yeah. Um, and, and even, you know, when you went forward with uh, Jonas Valanciunas, that's just too, too many power guys. Mm -hmm. So to get at number two, when you know John Morant was the, uh, was the prohibitive favorite to go number two, you felt like you really won the lottery. Yeah. And fast forward three years, the Grizzlies certainly feel that way times 10 now because, again, Ja has proven that he can stay pretty durable, whereas Zion is still struggling with some injury issues. And I hope that young man gets right because here's the other thing about Ja. Ja and Zion were, high, were teammates on the AAU circuit back in South Carolina. Both right. of those guys are South Carolina natives. Right. Ja wants nothing more than to see this rivalry get both of those guys elevated to all-NBA, all-star type levels. So he's rooting for Zion Williams, yeah. Williamson to come along and do what he needs to do too. You know, you mentioned uh, that in, in reference to uh, uh, Jaron Jackson. You know, he's had some injuries uh, the first couple of seasons. Uh, seems to be doing well so far. I mean, uh, if he is, if he can stay healthy, Michael, 
what 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 is his what is his limit or is there a limit to his uh, potential and talent you know I, if jaron can stay healthy and, and and again this is a young man that came in the league at 19. Mm -hmm. he's still growing he grew an inch and a half since he got drafted mm. he's still filling into his body um he hasn't played a full nba season as of yet so there's a lot of things that still have to happen in terms of his development but what you see is an upside of a guy six eleven seven foot that can shoot, that can defend block shots, uh, that can rebound, that can, you know, put the ball on the floor, um, that can cross you up. You know, he's kind of that hybrid. If his upside should be right alongside the uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo's, the Kevin Durant's, the Kevin Garnett's, the Dirk Nowitzki's, all of these uniquely talented seven-foot guys uh, who can do a lot of different things. Now, Jaron has to put in a lot of work to get there, mm -hmm. but but the pieces are there. You know what I mean? The, the the pile of clay is there. He yeah. just needs to mold it and stay healthy to get to that point. That's a very, very interesting, you know, breakdown of him because I know that that everybody is rooting for him and everybody is is hoping and praying, including myself, that he can stay healthy because this, his potential really is unlimited. And he and John on the floor together are, are very dynamic. Now, let me ask you a question. You mentioned him a few minutes ago. Valanchunas, when they let him go or traded him or whatever happened with that situation, he's no longer a Grizzly. There were a lot of folks saying, I don't know about that. I mean, because he, he did well when he was here. What was your take on that move? My take on it was that that move, I understood it but because it had two purposes. Number one, it, it, it allowed the Grizzlies to get up into the lottery, right? They, right. they got up into the top 10 mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the pick that allowed them to get Zaire Williams. Uh, a young guy, 19-year-old kid that's coming in with all kind of upside, yeah. length, athleticism. So he was a project piece for the for the future. Mm -hmm. But you also uh, moved Jonas out in order to understand that Jaron needed to step into a prominent scoring role mm -hmm. and not necessarily have to bump heads stylistically with, with the Jonas Valanciunas. They weren't going to, you know, they didn't need to get in each other's way, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So that move was done for both Jaron's perspective and as well as uh, uh, the future as well. Man, I love Jonas Valanciunas. It hurt me to see him go. Yeah, I like he's... him as a player. I like him as a guy, as a father. I've been around him. We talked about our kids. Mm -hmm. uh, we were supposed to have our kids meet together to go swimming and go fishing. Um, but I, I just have to do that in New Orleans when I see him or during the offseason. But that's a quality, quality big man from Lithuania. Steven Adams is going to come in and give you some of that production as an offensive rebounder and a, and a better defender, mm -hmm. but he's not going to be able to give you the kind of points that Jonas yeah, is capable of scoring. Yeah, you're right. That's why I asked that question about him. Uh, well, it does seem like a, a, a really good guy. So before I let you get out of here, because I know the Grizzlies have a game at the top of the hour, and I know you got to get busy, but uh, and I thank you again for coming on the show. Um, yes, but but um, what do you see? I, I, I know we're early, Mike. I know we're early, and I know it may not even be a fair question. But what do you see in terms of what this team is is, is going to do? Are we going to make the playoffs this year? Do you feel confident? Is it too early to say? Is it? I mean, what, what what's your early season take on our Grizzlies? I mean, they got their first taste for two straight years, man. They've been in the play-in and the playoffs, right? right. They got the play-in game in the bubble two years ago right. in Orlando. They got the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. They don't believe that they have to necessarily take a step back to take two steps forward. So you're competing in the West. You saw what they did on that on that road trip. I, I mean, did. they went two and two. I did. Got two quality wins, yep. you know, one against the Clippers, one against Golden State. Golden State yeah. Should have beat the Lakers. They were right there yeah. um, uh, in a one-possession loss to the Lakers. So these Grizzlies feel like they can play with anybody in the league. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of getting consistent. So I do expect them to to make noise as a playoff contender again. And uh, you just got to cross your fingers and hope that they can stay healthy and continue to stay on this trajectory that they've been on because they're trending in the right direction. 
Michael Wallace, uh, senior contributor and host of Grind City Media, the 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 site that is all things Memphis Grizz, uh, and uh, of course, Michael. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to come on the show. And I want you to come back, man. I mean, but, but during the season, let's if you can, if we can make things work out, I'd like to you know see where we are in certain parts of the season and and, and, yeah, and get your yeah. take as time moves forward. Because see, I got a new friend now. See, I, I can hey, I tell you what, this 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 won't be goodbye. This will be catch you next time because we definitely can do this again, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you again, Mike. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate you. Have a good game tonight. All right, God bless you, brother. You Take too, care. man. Take care of yourself. Michael Wallace, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, Grind City Media, all things the Memphis Grizzlies, and go, go, go Grizz. And thanks, Mike, for being on the show. When we take, uh, we're going to take this last break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about vegan food. How about that? We're going to talk with Chef Dowdy McLean, a.k.a. the vegan guru, about his new restaurant here in the city of Memphis. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. Hey Memphis, my name is Ron Buck. I am looking forward to bringing you my show, Riverside, every Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. I will be playing rock and blues, old and new, and featuring Memphis music and events. I hope you'll tune in to Riverside every Friday at 1 p.m. on WYXR 91.7 FM, Raised by Sound. Support for WYXR comes from our neighbors at Crosstown Brewing Company. Their tap room is open seven days a week. Available to taste now, seven second delay. A Vienna lager brewed with the spirit and sound of WYXR in mind. A portion of proceeds from sales will be donated to aid WYXR in its mission for impacting the community through radio. Find more information at crosstownbeer.com. The Dillard family of companies, including Dillard Dorn Security, Tri-State Glass, and Trace Electric, are proud sponsors of WYXR. For the past 75 years, the Dillard companies have provided products that secure Memphis. From installing the iconic gates at Graceland to the Memphis Tigers Liberty Bowl locker room, Dillard protects what matters to Memphians like you. For more information, visit DillardDoor.com. The Germantown Performing Arts Center supports WYXR. GPAC presents local artists, live jazz, and renowned favorites like Bela Fleck, Dee Dee Bridgewater, and Robert Earl Keane. More information on this fall's upcoming shows in the Duncan Williams Performance Hall and outside the Grove at gpacweb.com. Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is the president of Driven Type T, and you're now tuned in to Memphis's own WYXR 91.7 FM. The station with the city soul, man. Come on, you know what it is. Remember, never stop. Stay driven. Peace.
Hello, this is Jerry, your host of Without a Net, here on WYXR Sunday nights from 8 to 10. We're going to be hearing some pure jazz and some impure jazz and lots of other good music too. Come join me this Sunday. See you later. Hey Memphis, my name is Ron Buck. I am looking forward to bringing you my show, Riverside, every Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. I will be playing rock and blues, old and new, and featuring Memphis music and events. I hope you'll tune in to Riverside every Friday at 1 p.m. on WYXR 91.7 FM, Raised by Sound. Hi there, this is Zach Ives. My show, A Box of Records, plays every Tuesday night, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., right here on WYXR 91.7 FM, Memphis, Tennessee. Hi there, this is Bill of Bill's Kiln, and I'd like to invite you to tune in to a new, improved Bill's Kiln, now, Mondays at midnight. Tastes great and less filling. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. Welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. Chip Washington here with you. Glad you are along for the ride. Well, we're we're efforting to uh, get uh, Chef on on the on the line here on the Zoom, and and you know as it uh, happens every now and again, you know these 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 things happen. So you know, we still have a few minutes left in the show. So hopefully he will log in, chime in. You know there there could be some you know, inner, inner type of transit type of issues going on here. Hopefully we'll be able to get him on. But uh, I know that uh, for many people out there, uh, the way we eat uh, has changed per the health uh, problems that many of us have. A lot of us eat too much meat, too much red meat and too much pork and, 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 and things like that. And a lot of folks now are shifting um, the way they think about um, their food uh, consumption these days and think about what they put in their system. Uh, I know that uh, I recently lost about 28 pounds um, by changing some habits. And uh, now I'm not as I'm, I'm still I'm still, you know, doing things that, you know, maybe you shouldn't do in terms of the type of foods that I like to eat. But, you know, a lot of us love fried foods, like the ribs and like the fries, and like the chips and like the things that we shouldn't eat. And uh, this uh, this this young fella has uh, dedicated himself. Um, he turned vegan, I think, 30 years ago, from what I'm to understand, lost 100 pounds and uh, decided that this was kind of the direction he wanted to go in in terms of that. And he's had restaurants uh, across the country. 
across the landscape uh, in Los Angeles, California, for one. Is he back? Is he on? All right, let's hit him. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Hey, hey, Chef, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, sir. Man, I can hear you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate that. Man, I'm blessed to be here, brother. Well, 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 thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for, for coming on the show. And, uh, you know, we were talking a minute ago about uh, habits and, and a lot of our folks and with different habits in terms of how we eat. Uh, but I think the landscape has changed in terms of diet and, you know, and, and sickness and illness. And I, and I, I was telling the, the listeners that you I think you became a vegan about 30 years ago. Am I correct in that? Absolutely. I turned vegan when I changed from a diet to a living. Okay, <laughs> I like that. I diet to it. I death into my body and start putting things all plant based, all life into my body, brother. Almost thirty years ago, but I'm really twenty five forever. Okay, all right. Well, listen. So, so talk a little bit about that. Now, you know, you're you're obviously you know an advocate for it. You've had uh, restaurants, vegan restaurants, you know, across the country, Los Angeles, and uh, now this is a very exciting venture here in the city of Memphis. You're about to open up Guru Man. City Vegan, and you're the yes, first full service vegan soul food restaurant in the city of Memphis. Talk a little bit about this venture. Man, a beautiful thing. I met City. My partner, uh, DTR, Dreams Turn Reality, he's a, a music guy. I met him in L.A. I started as a producer. I fed Tupac vegan spaghetti, folks. That's the real. Um, met him in L.A. and his mother's from Memphis. He's been, a, you know, from Chicago and a trans, uh, transplant in Memphis. And he got hooked on the food in L.A., came back to Memphis and couldn't get no food. Couldn't get any um delicious guru, plant-based food. So I would ship food to him. He called me up about a, a year or so ago and he said, hey, I got an opportunity. Let's do his restaurant, man. We, we, me and him used to walk in the mountains in LA. We used to pray and meditate on feeding these people, our people healthy, uh, uh, wealthy food. That's right, healthy, wealthy food. Um, and uh, he said, I got an opportunity, guru. We can do a spot in Los Angeles or we can do Memphis. Which one? You the guru, you tell me. Mm -hmm. I said, boy, it's a no-brainer. Let's do Memphis. Our people in Memphis need us. I had just did a spot in Miami. It's the South. Uh, they also didn't have the quality taste. I'm a flavor colleagueist, flavorologist, my man. So when I saw the response of Miami, I said, bro, we got to do Memphis. LA's inundated with restaurants. Let's bring up the food to our people. Memphis go. Memphis go, Memphis go. Now this is that we we do have some some vegan spots here in town, but you're the first full service. Uh, you will be the first full service uh, vegan soul food restaurant in the city, uh, which means folks can come and, and and folks can come and dine and 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 tell us uh, about some of the uh, the taste that you have in store for the Memphians here. Man, Ooh, Lord. you got Grandma's greens with ham hocks. That's ham not. I got that GCV fried chicken with the crispy crunch. Look, they call me the vegan colonel. <laughs> Man, so we got chicken and waffles, brother. Uh, food made for the meat lover. Make your taste buds jump off. You don't have to sacrifice good flavor for good, healthy food. So that's what we bring to the table. Again, I'm a flavorologist. 30 years doing this in the game, man. Uh, we got the Guru coffee cakes. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. And then that bacon, that crispy bacon, mm -hmm. you swear the pigs is running around. So, yeah, we're <laughs> looking forward. 509 South Highland, let's go. 
looking forward to it. By the University of Memphis, uh, from what I'm going to understand. Now, now you don't. Is there any meat on the menu at all? Or is it all? Is it straight vegan, 100? percent Family, let me share something with you. Yes, sir. It's all meat on the menu. Let me tell you why. 100 percent vegan, but the Bible dictionary uh, definition for the word meat is seeds, nuts, legumes, whole grains vegetables and fruits, you know, like the meat of a coconut, you peel the skin off the arms, you dig. So um, this is real meat, you know. We've been, we've been duped into eating flesh all these years. We've been eating the king's flesh. So now let's go back to the garden of Eden. Let's go back to those plants. And, and, and so that's what we bring to the table, brother, real meat, real food. And it'll blow your mind because I make it for the meat lover. One last question for you, Chef. When when did you open? When is the restaurant open? Okay, the restaurant, basically we're doing pop-ups. I need everybody to come out to Grind City Brewery on Saturday. We're doing brunch starting at 12. Dinner starts at 4. Y'all can get the chicken and waffles with all that good sausage and all of that. <laughs> but it's no meat. No animals harmed with the creation of the meals. But the store, the restaurant itself, we're doing a soft opening at the end of uh, November. Actually, we're doing a feed 300 miles on the 21st Sunday. On Sunday the 21st, we feed in 300 miles of those needy in the community. We're bringing them a happy living Thanksgiving meal. It's going to blow their mind with the turkey and gravy and all that. But the restaurant, soft opening, end of November, looking to grand opening at the end of December, going into a happy new year, happy new year, January 2022. Let's go, go, Chef, <laughs> Chef, I have really enjoyed it. I'm glad you got on, and I'm glad we had a chance to talk, and I'm sure we'll have a chance to talk down the road. Chef Dowdy McLean, a.k.a. Yes, the Vegan Guru. <laughs> Chef, thank you. All the best, and I'm going to come down there and check you out. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Chef. I really appreciate your time. We had a little audio issue at the end there, but thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you. Thank you, man. Best of luck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now that's how you end the broadcast, talking about that good vegan food. And I hope that many of you, I hope you were able to hear some of it. We're having some audio issues there on his end of, 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 of the rope, but that happens. But check out his restaurant, Guru City Vegan. Thank you so much. And as Jack plays us out, thank you for checking us out tonight. I really appreciate it. I saw Bill Odom down there. I saw a few other folks as well. I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to, to catch you. I had to get off, jump off, and take care of something, and jump back on. But thank you all for checking the show out. Please support the local broadcast. Uh, please come back next week. We'll be here at the same time, same station. But we hope to do the show just a little bit better. So for all the cast and crew that comprises Real Talk Memphis, I'm your host, Chip. And I'm out.